and welcome to the Part-Time Wife Hello, podcast. I'm Nicole. Welcome to the Part-Time Wife podcast. Welcome to the Part-Time Wife podcast. I'm Nicole, your host. Thank you for having me. Cheers. Cheers. Welcome to the podcast. It's been a day. anchors right now the way that we're sitting um which you won't be able to see unless you have a patreon so you can see the video version of this um this is kind of an impromptu podcast mostly to discuss why there hasn't really been any podcast for almost a year now um since we launched it since i launched it and i'm making my husband dylan be a part of it because why not got a foursome Sound like I said foursome. I heard foursome. I said force him. <laughs> but I definitely heard foursome too. No foursomes. No foursomes. We don't do that. <laughs> um, so I guess we can start with I kinda needed a break from podcasting and all that it entailed. Uh obviously when I started this, I did a lot of podcasts like before I even launched it and did a lot of editing um, and I had time then uh, slowly as it progressed of like getting new people on and you know all of that uh, it kind of became a little bit too much I was kind of slacking and not doing a really good job at editing the podcast and like missing some stuff because I was rushed and like wanting to get them out weekly um, so I kind of changed the format of posting them when they're ready, when I'm able, and that kind of turned into me just <laughs> taking a fucking break for a year, I guess. Um, I mean, that's kind of it. We also, why are you staring at me like that? We, <laughs> we can talk during that. I mean, you're talking. Um, we also had, um you know, a lot going on, a lot of changes in our relationship. It's definitely better. Uh, you know, you're working even time now. So that kind of takes a lot of the responsibility at home off of me. Um, instead of two months of him gone, he's home every other month. So it, it gives me a little bit more time. Daisy, get over here. Daisy, come here. Come here. Sorry, Daisy is playing with other dogs and being loud as ever. She's fired up. She's fired up. Why? You already got fed. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I kind of took a break. I had a lot of things going on personally, which I'm sure I've talked about a little bit. Um, you know, just kind of deep in depression, lots of anxiety, and I think I just need to take a step back from a lot of things in my life um, during the time of me not posting a lot um, of the podcast and, like, Instagram and, like, all of the social media stuff, uh, which it really helped. And, you know, I was in therapy, working through things, tried some medication that didn't really go well for me. Um, so now I'm kind of trying to find outlets that are more beneficial to me and help with my mental state, which... All of my friends know it's reading. Um, I <laughs> have dived very deep into reading books. I mean, we're just ending February, and I've already read, like, 65 books, I think, this year. Uh, it ended me getting a Kindle, which 
saves us some money because uh, I have Kindle Unlimited in most of the books I read. And of course, the Daisy just farted on me mm. so loudly. Where are you going? You done tooting on me? There you go. Sit right there, oddly. Um, so yeah, and my main genre is smut. So it's an easy read. It doesn't take a lot of like my mental capability to read these books, and it's entertaining, and that's what I need. Um, so it definitely helps. And you know, I'm slowly progressing into getting out more um, with my friends, my family, and stuff, and not just like isolating myself. Um, I will say. 2023 has been so challenging for us personally. Um, it's been a rough one. It's been a rough one, and we're only in February. Uh, and, you know, we started the year off. Dylan was home this time. We got to celebrate our anniversary together for the first time in, like, three, four years? Three years? Three. Three years. Um, Dylan planned a wonderful trip. We went to St. Augustine. It was beautiful. It was so much fun. I got food poisoning. Dylan got... <laughs> when I say it was so much fun, it was fun for me. Because <laughs> uh, I read the whole time. Uh, but Dylan did get food poisoning. Um, but you still had fun. Oh, yeah. It was still a good time. It was, it was literally last day. Like, last... Yeah. Right? Uh, oh, it was the second day. It was the second day, and then we ended up not going to the food place. Yeah. And I just ordered from the same place again because their tiramisu was amazing. And I also ordered enough food for like 17 people, even though I was the only one eating because he couldn't eat anything. So that was fun. Great times. It was good for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we did like a New Year's Eve trip. We went to Universal with some friends, which was amazing. I think it was a lot of fun. I mean, a great time. 1208 though i was like it's time for bed <laughs> like i i was not in i'm not gonna stay up late anymore i just can't do it we were up all day too unless i'm reading like i can't watch a show or a movie but like the moment i get in bed and a book is on i'm up till 3 a.m that moment man what are you talking about you need to talk louder than that i'm talking normal, <laughs> I'm talking normal. um but then we kind of dived into Christmas time. Around Christmas time, my sister's dog actually started to get really sick. She has been struggling um, for the last year, I would say, with her health. Um, and unfortunately, she ended up passing away. Um, my sister had made the decision to actually put her down. Um, but she ended up having to do it sooner than she had expected. So it was kind of unexpected, kind of expected. Uh, but it was it was the hardest thing as a sibling to watch your sister go through this. Um, and, like, I, I mean, that dog has been the constant in her life. And they had a wonderful relationship. They went everywhere with each other. And, like, you know, she was her everything, both of them. Um so it was really hard to see that. And especially during the same time, like Daisy had several emergencies. Daisy's our youngest friend. She's two turning on turning three in May um, to the point where I had to rush her to the emergency vet twice because she wasn't breathing well enough. Um, yeah, so correctly. yeah, like 
to the point like she had it wasn't an emergency surgery or anything like that but we did have to schedule surgery she had to be sedated so she would stay calm instead of like hyperventilating which caused her to not breathe well um so most frenchies or most bulldogs have to go through this surgery so she had to have all three things done which is like her soft palate had to be cut back her glands had to be removed and then her nares actually had to be opened more because they were small um which now she doesn't like she doesn't snore really which is amazing um and she doesn't like breathe as heavy like she it's a noticeable change she's a lot better but during that right after her surgery she ended up having to go back literally the next i picked her up on a friday i had to take her back like saturday morning she ended up not breathing well not doing well she wouldn't eat wouldn't take anything down um come on come on dave she's one um and she ended up having aspiration pneumonia she did aspirate when she was in the hospital saturday or thursday after her surgery so they knew it um but she did eat a little bit i think for them but then she ended up not eating dinner so i she probably should have stayed but they she was safe enough to go home but i ended up having to take her back and she stayed another night um to make sure that she was doing okay but since she's i mean now she's a hundred times better now she's crazy now she's crazy just running around um and unfortunately during that same time like a week two weeks ago has it been two weeks it's only been a week two weeks when'd you come home the the, the 12th okay so on the 10th of february i noticed blake wasn't eating blake is our um older frenchie he was only eight um and he wasn't eating which isn't abnormal for him he'll normally like not eat breakfast but eat dinner but he wouldn't eat dinner he didn't eat breakfast dinner or breakfast that wednesday so i called and tried to make an appointment for him later in the afternoon and then i called again because he kind of was acting weird um and so i was going to take him and then he started shaking and i noticed his tongue color was not the correct color it wasn't pink it was more of like a not brown but like kind of a brown color um so i ended up taking him to the vet um they they said on their x-ray that it looked like he had a tumor or something like that in his throat that was causing his constriction which i mean they didn't get great x-rays which is fine whatever so i ended up taking him to blue pearl which is who did everything for callie and then also everything for daisy and i'm known there i should just have a job there but the, i've i've probably been there at least seven to ten times in in less than two months yeah like a lot um so i just went straight there they took him straight back they put him in an oxygen chamber his oxygen started to get a little bit better um i actually sat there for several hours um until they the er doctor informed me he doesn't have a tumor what was happening was the same thing that happened to daisy um unfortunately his stage was a little bit further there was there's cartilage i guess in the back of their in their trachea area that started to cut off and that wasn't going to be able to be fixed but if they could you know fix the soft palate take the glands out open the nares um it would potentially help him breathe better um it was either that or if that didn't work he would go on to have a permanent trach which a permanent trach is a hole in your throat and it's even for people it's not a good thing like it's you get infections you can't eat you can't drink 
it and the longevity of the life would be less than a year. Like I would never put my dog through that. That would never be an option. So of course we wanted the surgery. So he went into surgery on Thursday. He made it through the night, no issues. He was in the oxygen chamber. Everyone loved him. Um, I got to say a brief goodbye to him. Um, obviously broke down in the car because he's my baby. And, you know, no offense to you guys, he's my fucking favorite. And by you guys, <laughs> I mean my dogs because they're all in the back room staring at me. Um, they're all right. Yeah, they're all here. And then I'm like, he's, he's my favorite. Um, so... Thankfully, the per the surgeon that was doing the surgery was actually the same one that did Daisy surgery, and she actually owns her own Frenchies, and she has done the same surgery on her own dogs, and so she was actually the one that did the whole um, oral exam on him too, which was kind of nice. So I felt better with that, and you know, she called me before, she called me right after, everything went well. Um, he was still in the oxygen chamber. I think his surgery was over at like one p.m. Of course, we're optimistic, and you know, yeah. he's. We were told he was doing well. Obviously, they would have called. I get a call at seven p.m. that night that he went into cardiac arrest. I, I honestly, um, feels like everything just froze, like, and it, like I felt like I was in a different world, and I was sitting on the couch, and all I said was no, and she was like, he went in. We're, we're doing CPR on him now. And I was like, please don't tell me this. Like I completely, I've never experienced this and I've never, you know, had that feeling. Um, like I watched my sister go through it three weeks prior of having to put down her dog and having, you know, having that final goodbye. I didn't get that final goodbye. Dylan didn't get that final goodbye. Like I had like a bye on, um, put, put her down. I had a goodbye on, like, a brief, like, not the kind of goodbye that I would want to give, you know, to your dog yeah. that you love so much. Um, but it was still something. Um, she asked me if I wanted, she she tried to tell me the odds of, like, survival rate for CPR for dogs, which, I mean, CPR for humans isn't that great either. So I asked them to stop. I told them to stop CPR. Like, I'm not going to torture my dog. Like, he clearly is, it's his time. It's time for him to rest. He's put in a lot of effort. Um, and then I mean, it was like, I'm on my way. I want to see him. So I drove myself. My sister met me there from, Bra she drove from Braden, it, like over an hour to get there. The moment I called her, obviously my first call was to Dylan. I don't even think I got all the words out because <laughs> I was like, I, I literally called three people. I called you. I called Trina to see if she could drive me. She couldn't because she was in Braden. I was like, I'm going. I'm not waiting. Um, and then I called my friend Jackie who, like, talked to me. She was like, okay, are you going to be okay driving? I was like, I'm going to call Dylan. I need to talk to – let me call and talk to Dylan. So I talked to him on the way there. And, you know, they were – Blue Pearl's amazing. <laughs> like, very loving, very caring. You know, I know they did everything they could to help him. And to get him better for us, I think it was just his time. Um, but seeing him rolled in on a cart, you know, obviously they did it nicely and it, what they would for anyone. Yeah. Um, it, it's such an outer body experience to see your dog just laying there. And also, their eyes don't close. Dog's eyes don't close. 
Like, you can't close them like you can with people when they pass away. It's creepy. It's, it is, he literally looked like he was just laying there sleeping with his eyes open. Like, it, he looked completely normal, and it was the weirdest thing in the world, and he smelt like him, and it, I just held him, and I, like, cried for, like, 25 minutes until Katrina got there, and I let her say her goodbye, and I was like, I gotta go. Like, I can't stay yeah. here. Like, it was just too much, and, you know, they, they were lovely, and they came and took him back. You know, I got to say all the things that I needed to say and tell him I was sorry that I couldn't save him and stuff, and I am really trying not to cry right now. Yeah, right? Um, but, you know, it's only been, like, two weeks, and I still don't, I feel like I'm gonna go pick him up tomorrow still. Like, it doesn't feel real, even though we have his ashes, they're back to us now. And we got, like, some paw prints of, they do, like, paw prints for us. Um, yeah, it's probably one of the hardest things I've ever gone through. I'm sorry, I know you're crying. No. He is. I'm not gonna lie to you. Dylan's a big old bear. Teddy bear. I mean, I feel the same way. Like, I I don't think I've cried enough. Like, I don't think I'm done crying over it. But I also think that I, I'm still processing it all. And I don't know when I'll... I think... I don't think I'll finish processing until you leave. Probably not. Like, I think I'm going to have a complete mental breakdown <laughs> by the time you leave. Like, I... I came home after Trina asked to stay and I said, no, <laughs> I was like, no, I want to be alone. Like I'm, I'm not good at, I mean, you know that I'm not good at letting people in and letting people, letting people see me cry. Like the moment Trina got there to say bye to Blake, I shut down. Like I wouldn't cry because I, I want to be strong for everyone. And I want to, you know, I mean, you definitely allow me to be myself and let me cry and stuff when I need to more so and I'm more comfortable with it now but I came home and like we have hoodies for the Frenchies and I found his hoodie and I literally held it and like fell to the floor bawling and like the dogs looked at me like what the fuck is going on <laughs> and like I don't know if they understand it I mean I definitely think they do I think Daisy they does more. Out now. well I, I would assume so that he's not coming back, but like I think Daisy really figured it out. Like she's been more, she's been more obsessed with us than ever. Oh yeah, for sure. She's so cute though. Um, but yeah, I definitely think. I mean, I've cried a lot. Like when I came, the first day I went back to work and I came home and I brought his harness out. Like you, you just walking up to me and like grabbing me so I can break down was like. <laughs> honestly one of the most important things to me because i was like i need to cry but like i'm not like i don't want anyone to see me cry so you just like help, help me and i was like thank you because i just you know it's hi days come here honey come back come here but yeah i mean it's just it's been it's been fucking real guys so you know i'm we as a family are still struggling with a very huge loss um i don't think i'll be over it for a very long time um yeah no, no. like <laughs> he's so important to us and such like i mean he's our first frenchie together and he's my first frenchie ever and you know he i took i when he was younger i took him everywhere like we were he was very much he was our dog but he was my dog 
Yeah, he was a mama's boy. He was a mama's boy. He <laughs> loved me, and I loved him. Like, I would be like, come here. Like, Daisy's obsessed with you. Most times. All the time. She just loves you right now because you just got home. I just got home. <laughs> she loves me when she has it. Like, obviously, during our grief, probably not the smartest thing is to have, like, our dogs sleep in the bed and stuff, but we make Daisy sleep with us. In the bed, I literally don't exist. She's literally, she can get no closer to Dylan. She's, like, up against him, and I'm like, well, that kind of, that's kind of nice, because she's a furnace. So. She's, she's really hot. And he, his whole back is just wet. <laughs> like, she'll wake up and look at me, and I'm like, what? Like, you can come over, and she's like, mm-mm. And she just, like, lays down and, like, stretches up on you. She'll <laughs> shove me to get the fuck away from her, but that's about it. But, so, yeah, we have her sleeping with us, which is nice. Hey. There's, like, small steps we're taking, I think. For me, I just need... I think it's nice to have him home in the sense of, like, his ashes are here. It also feels more permanent that his ashes are here. Yeah. Like, I was in... Like, Dylan didn't, unfortunately, get home. So, he passed away on a Thursday. Dylan didn't get home until late on Friday, and we kind of broke down together. Um, Which was needed. But... I think I'm still just not... I don't think I've... I've obviously not processed it yet. How do you feel? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like I've... I don't know. It still gets me every once in a while, obviously. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's going to. And that's kind of how I feel like. I think it's going to hit me hard once you leave and, like, it's just me with three dogs instead of four like you know is that a foot swollen oh probably it definitely is the left one yeah, that's the one she chewed off the other day oh the front one though oh yeah, no what are you doing don't come over here that's normal okay hey girl what you doing it's swollen back you come say hi we got zobear here now um but yeah, so this is kind of like us just updating, letting you guys know what kind of happened slash like why I've been absent, why there hasn't been a lot of podcasts, but coming up, there's going to be um, more podcasts coming out. I'm going to work on it. Uh, it's not going to be a set schedule. It's going to be very sporadic. So just follow like my Instagram if you want to see um, when new episodes are coming out and stuff. Uh and, you know, I'm going to try to get back into it a little bit more and see where this takes me. Um, I love doing it. I love talking to people, especially my friends and stuff and new people. So I'm hopeful that I'll start interviewing more people soon. Uh, but I just wanted to give you guys, like, kind of an update of what's going on with us. Me and Dylan are doing great. Relationship-wise, a lot better than we were. <laughs> We've come a long way. Um, and we're definitely going in the right path got some things coming up trips and stuff and just enjoying each other i guess would be the easiest way to say it and focusing on like what brings us joy and what you know makes us happy and trying to forget the bullshit yeah yeah <laughs> i love this is such a gr i could have just sat here by myself really guys <laughs> i'm here for moral support oh thank you that is true. It not, is nice to have you here. Not verbal. Just no, verbal. not, no, just your presence is nice. Just hanging out. Hanging out. My short shorts on. Yeah, you do, he has some fuchsia shorts on. You can barely see them if you're watching the Patreon right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
thank you guys for listening and i hope that you know you'll she did she just ran up and bit his leg bit his leg Daisy's a little monster um but yeah i hope i hope that we'll be able to keep this going and that you guys enjoy the episodes and you'll be entertained by all the shows coming sorry we're watching the dogs play <laughs> so until next time guys see ya toodaloo well everyone i hope that you enjoyed today's episode and we'll tune in next week you can find the part-time wife podcast with nicole wherever you get your favorite podcast every tuesday and you can also follow us on instagram and tiktok the part underscore time wife to get updates about when new episodes are airing and any bonus material that you can find on patreon whenever it's going to be released um, patreon was created for our supporters to support the show and also get some exclusive bonus material um, including the video portion of this podcast as well as extra little bonuses um, throughout the month you can find that at patreon or on patreon um, for the part-time wife uh, you can also support our show by subscribing and rating our podcast on Apple Podcasts so that we can move up on in the charts. And you can also share with your friends and let us know that you loved our podcast. Um, thank you for listening. And remember, my dear listener, you deserve all of the happiness. Bye.